lots to dive into, a lot of rocks to kick over and see kind of what crawls out from underneath of them. Uh, this is one of your favorite segments. I know Flyover Family. Uh, she was a former Fox News producer, Newsmax, Major League Baseball, basically been there and, and yep. done that. She's a host of the Brianna Morello Show, and she goes by the name of Brianna Morello. Yay! pleasure thank you thank you absolutely you, you are like a jet set global star everywhere like turn there you are there I you know. are there. so exciting to watch you yeah we've been really busy since the launch of all of this so we're so thankful for those opportunities you went from but a yeah, weekly show to fun. nightly show and then um then you went on the the tim cast irl tim cast live into his tim cast universe this week. Yeah, it was so exciting. They were so sweet. All the guys were there. I mean, it was it was awesome to be there in person to be doing this type of an interview because normally, I mean, we just do interviews virtually and it's very rare when you get to actually go to a studio and sit down with people, people who you watch often. And so yeah. it was great. Tim and the guys, you know, they were awesome. Ian, Phil, Serge, they were all great. It was awesome to meet them and to have discussions with them. And they're so, so smart. Like it's so... Like I was like in the room and I'm like, what is going on here? Like I'm like, this conversation is turning so quick. Uh, it was interesting. It was fun to keep up with though, but these guys know their stuff and it's just great to be around people that know what they're talking about. It's rare these days. Well, you held your own. We were so proud yes. of you for that. Um, so a, a big you. thing is they, Tim actually uh, followed one of your tweets. Is that initially how it all started? And then uh, kind of went down that rabbit hole and then eventually went on a show? Yeah, so Tim's been Tim's been very supportive. He's he shared a couple of our tweets regarding J6, I believe. And so uh I sent him over my tweet regarding YLF Fox. Uh many of you guys know it was over a vaccine mandate that they said they were complying mm -hmm. with. And so I sent him one of the tweets where I was calling out um Rachel Duffy. Okay. He sent right. to his messages. And he's like, Well, if you ever want to come on, just you know, reach out to and he gave me the person to reach out to. And, and so that's kind of how that fell in line. But it's awesome because it's like once again, it's like people Social media is so cool because it's it's there's advantages and disadvantages to it, but like this is one of the cool parts, right? Like you could be messaging somebody and just like not really know them personally, love their work, but it's just a simple message and they're willing to connect with you. Yeah. I think that was so great about it. He he was awesome and he loved the Fox story too because many of us can relate to it and obviously yep. uh, they all can. So it was great. T Tim Definitely. was one of the first first ones out of the gate to to really set the tone for the future when the world was kind of watching. Yeah. TV and, mm -hmm. you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and that's where news comes from, you know, going back to Vice and, you know, his his whole process of like, if I got a phone and a keyboard, I could be the news anywhere. And he's kind of been boots on the ground and all kinds of skirmishes and then, you know, started his his show and uh, probably one of the hardest working people in independent media before people even used yeah. the term independent media. We've been watching him a long time. I was going to say, Flyover Family, if you are not yet following Brianna on X, make sure you do. Yeah. Go to Brianna Murillo, B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O.com. It'll take you to her X. Uh, but follow her on there because, Brianna, you're always leading the parade on that. And we love your sarcasm. The way that you'll <laughs> approach it, I'm like, man, that is such a great way of saying it. You say things that I think of later that I wish I would have said. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, I always like sometimes people don't laugh at my jokes and it's always like <laughs> awkward. But um and I'm like, oh, maybe I missed the maybe I missed the ball in that one. But um I, I like a good joke or two. And it's good when you could crack them on other people too who uh, you know, you don't disagree you don't agree with necessarily. Yeah. 
Colton shown your Twitter feed. You're on with Owen Schroyer on InfoWars. Yes. You're on with Tim Cast. Um, even Chris Cuomo follows you uh, on on Twitter. Uh, whether <laughs> whether you like yeah. whether you yeah. like that or yeah. not. So let's jump into to some of the topics that you got into this week. And I think one of them specifically on on Tim's show. Um, uh, really, you know, specifically to Sean Strickland. Yes, exactly. So you yeah. said weak athletes are too afraid to speak up as our country is being forced into its own demise by the radical left. Thank you, Sean Strickland, for speaking up. Also, thanks, yeah. Tim Cast, for letting me jump on the Tim Cast IRL last, last and, night. And everybody's talking about this cut. Uh, uh, Clay Clark put it out, you know, edited it because mm-hmm. every third word uh, is is the is F bomb in here, which took some editing, <laughs> uh, which is, which is, this guy, this guy, Sean Strickland is, is amazing because he's calling this stuff out, but he makes Chris Rock sound like a Nazarene pastor. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's so direct, so it's hard, but you can still get the essence of this. But I love, I love the way you broke it down. Yeah, so we're gonna actually play uh, just a portion of Sean Strickland, and then we're gonna also play your response to it and some of the other things that you had to say. So check this out. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said if I had a gay son, I would think. I'd- oh, look, another another. I'm saying the swamp, you guys, the swamp. You become a champion, you become a star, and then someone. Let me ask you something. Are you are you are you gay? No, are are you? Let me know. Are you gay? Can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking. I'm, this is a part of. The, are you are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay, you'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid? No problem with it. Oh man, well, you, dude, you're a weak man, dude. You're like, you're part of the problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, with you, when he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just pathetic. And, and the fact that, the fact that you have no backbone and, and has he shut down your country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid like that, go yourself. Move the on, man. Uh, the question, but I did want to ask also things you said about the trans community. You said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, hey, this Canadian is not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a what a mental illness and now all of a sudden people like you have weaseled your way in the world you are you are an infection you are the definition of weakness everything that is wrong with the world is because of you and the best thing is is the world's not buying it the world's not buying your your feeling the world is not saying you know what you're right chicks have the world's not saying that world's saying no there are two genders i don't want my kids being taught about you know who they could i don't want my kids being taught about you know their sexual preference like dude this guy's the enemy uh, you want to look at the enemy to our world it's that mother right there yeah it's interesting leaving sports i i still get messages from some of the people i used to work with and some of the athletes too they won't go public and say that they they agree with me but they'll send me a message and they'll agree with me so it's unfortunate but i mean this is refreshing they're weak, they're weak. there's a lot of weak people out there though they're yeah. all afraid of being canceled and unfortunately uh th- th- there's no end in sight but you know sean's comments are refreshing i don't always agree with all of them but this is refreshing that someone's so transparent and so open about it it's the only thing that you'll see in the ufc though the, the ufc is really the only uh, only sport uh, division that will ever do any of this. You won't see it in professional sports regarding Major League Baseball or NHL or 
NFL, as we saw today. So ultimately, it's kind of refreshing to see people being so open about it. What happened in the NFL today? Today, there's the new head coach of the Patriots. And he is, I think he's the first black coach for the Patriots. And he said during the press conference that he sees that if you don't see color, that you are part of the problem and like you are racist is what he's trying to insinuate. So he he does not like Martin Luther King To go from 20 years of do your job to this. Yeah. What an embarrassment. Embarrassment for people that don't know the New England Patriots when Bill Belichick and and Tom Brady were just destroying the NFL for two decades. They the whole point was do your job, do your job, do your job. It was focused purely on the game, and they get this new clown in here. And like he, it's been a month that he's been in. I think today was just the press conference, the welcoming press conference. You know, Belichick just left. Yeah, Belichick just left, and this guy's in, and the first thing out of his mouth is, "I'm going to screw." the Patriots harder. Yeah. Like they're, they're doomed. They're doomed. Is the UFC a place where the athletes can speak out because of the way yeah. Dana White yeah. runs it just yeah. purely because. Of- yeah. They're okay with this. They won't, there's no penalties for saying this. They'll, you know, everyone's allowed to have their own opinions. And that's why I think it's refreshing because you can't do that anywhere else. Uh, they will jump on you. I think the NHL learned their lesson the hard way too when they started doing all these DEI hiring practices and they've suddenly distanced themselves from it. But they had like a, I forgot what her role exactly was, but she was a DEI hire and she was pretty, I mean, hockey's a, is a, is a heavily white sport. There's not very, uh, there's not many minorities in it. And she had, she was very critical of that. And she was very like, we need to get more minorities involved in it, but they have no interest in being involved in it. So why force them to do it? And so we're just seeing it all over the place. That's why I, I kind of like the UFC and how they allow their players, I mean, their fighters to go out there and, and speak so openly. Is it like single single team sport? Like, I don't know, single player sports like golf? Can the golfers get away they, with saying this kind know. of thing? They, they all can. All professional athletes can. The issue is UFC knows that if they tried enforcing morality clauses on these fighters, they'd have no fighters. You can go to a golfer and he's going to be like, I don't want to fight. I'm just here to play golf. Yo. Strickland's got cauliflower ear. Yeah. He is not afraid of you. He doesn't care what you think. He's going to say what he wants to say. Also, there's because Bellator. He is not weak. Like there's other fighting companies that would pick him up and like fighting's it, it's all on on Sean. Like what Sean says is on Sean. Like in a team sport, what you say reflects on your team. And I think when you're in a team sport, you're kind of indoctrinated like do your part for the team. Don't question the coach. Stay in line. The team is I, more yeah. important than you are. Well, I, I think that's a component of it. But it's it's generally that while athletes are strong people, that's like what makes you an athlete. People who get punched in the face for a living are like the strongest of athletes. That's a great point. (laughs) They are. Yeah. You don't want to miss Sean. the cauliflower ear thing. We were laughing, too, because before we started, before we went live, we were playing the clip. And I was like, yeah, that's like the last guy you really want to mess with right. because ultimately uh, he's not afraid of getting hit with a punch or 10. And right. so you steer clear of that guy. Uh, but yeah, like, do I agree with like pointing at him, calling him an enemy? Not really. I think it's a little tough. But ultimately, the left does that to the right all the time. And it's acceptable. We see it happen yeah. all the time with President Donald Trump. And so, yeah, it, it, it's a little uncomfortable to see probably at first. But I bet you those reporters, I bet you they're going to think twice before they make such a stupid comment because it has nothing to do with sports. It has nothing to do with yes. what he's there to talk about. It's them just hoping to get a soundbite. And he reversed it. He got them a soundbite. It's not the one that they wanted, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah. they got a soundbite. That well, and, that, and that's the difference is like, okay, calling out a policy versus a person. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And what he did is he did, he went leftist because Joe Biden immediately after the Iowa caucus, Joe Biden puts out a tweet saying saying you know Trump's the front runner, but it's always been been 
you and me yep. versus the MAGA Republicans. And so we have a president, extreme, extreme MAGA, MAGA Republicans. Mm-hmm. We have the president of the United States isolating himself from at least half, you know, there's only 33% approval rate for Joe Biden. So let's say maybe, you yeah. know, close to 70% of the nation. But anyway, he, he's, he's attacking the people, Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. this basket of deplorables, you know, these awful people. And so that's, that. the left talks about individuals, typically the right is going to talk about concepts and mm-hmm. policy. And so what he did was they had an opportunity. He's in Canada. They had an opportunity to ask him his strategy, what he planned to do in the fight. And they say that wasn't the first question. He had had multiple questions before that. And he'd flipped it over to the truckers and the money. And like, mm-hmm. you know, where do you guys stand on these issues? Like he, he, if they're going to talk politics, he just kept flipping it back to them. And so um, I think that was by the third or fourth one. And he was calling Trudeau a commie, you know, before that. And so when this guy comes in and he's going to a tweet that he had way in the past, that's when he attacked the person. But it was more of what the person even represented. He didn't say, you know, Carl Smith is the reason the the world's bad. He was, he's like, this guy, as he represents this line of questioning is the problem. And so uh, it was, it it was an interesting, you know, judo move session inside of a press conference about mixed martial arts, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I, I think it's it's shocking for people because we're in a world where nobody can say what they mean. Nobody can no. speak with clarity. And so you kind of have to as- assume where everybody is. And so to see somebody come out and be like, this is what I think. Yeah. It was like, whoa, it was, you don't, it was you don't hear that often. So anyway, you did, you did a great job too. You're an, yes, you did. You held your own. You did such a great job. The points that you brought up were so good. We were like, go Brianna. Go and Brianna. I think you might know more about sports than all the men on the panel. I think so too. Uh, which was pretty, pretty yeah. kind of cool as well. Yeah. That was cool. What yeah. you brought up too, what was going on in, with the NFL. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that that's going on with the NFL, but this is what they do. They do the race baiting thing, and it's so uncomfortable. You know, when I worked in Major League Baseball, actually, my first – so I I was an intern for a sports magazine in New York City, and they sent me to go cover spring training. And so my first time, like, being around professional athletes and professional team was in spring training. And there was only one other female. It was a female beat reporter, and she was so nasty. She was so mean to me. Uh, it was so bad that actually the male reporters noticed and they came over to me. Ultimately, like what happened is like an example. She like held the door open for everyone and I was walking in line with all the other beat reporters. And then she like shut the door when it was my time to go through and like kept it moving. <laughs> and like, like, you know, like little bitchy things like that. And so, yeah. um, it, women. Um, yeah. So ultimately it was, it's only, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, uh, she will put out stories. There you go. There's the money shot. Yeah. Uh, World baseball classic 2017. Uh, it was so funny because she puts she put out a story like a couple of years later and it's her talking about supporting women and breaking the glass ceiling. It's just all nonsense. Like they don't believe the things that they actually talk about. They just pretend that they believe them. And a lot of these people, they're, they're failed athletes themselves or they're athletes who, or they never were athletes, honestly. They were like bullied and they're just like, this is how I get back at these people. They're just not, they're not very intelligent, some of these people who are sitting in the press room. True, true. Right, well, yeah. so you got a little bit of pushback on your uh, ex this last week, which was kind of interesting. You brought up some stuff about DeSantis. Let's let's go to that well, one. You, because- it, it, it's, it was such a crazy storm. You're just like... Th- there's a place we went to, we took our kids in vacation in in Missouri one time near Branson. And there's like a dock and, and they had like uh like cat food in a, in a thing. You put in a quarter and you get a bunch of cat food or dog food or something. And you throw it in the water and like a thousand fish like are on the surface. Yeah. Just like it makes the water white. They just start churning it. Yeah. That's, that's how it looked 
for your Twitter feed <laughs> on on the night of the caucus. And so it's so ridiculous. Then you're just kind of throwing out craziness and they're all just gobbling it up. You know, oh, yeah. which was, so I, I thought it. it was really funny, but then I thought your tweet following it up was quite hilarious. Yeah. But you said, it saddens me to see people bashing Governor Ron DeSantis. He's been an amazing governor. He ran for president, but it didn't work out. His political future isn't over. It's just beginning. And then I love this next tweet. You said, stop yelling at me. We must all <laughs> unite against Nikki Haley. The laughing face. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the, hat, with the hat with the laughing face. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Well, thank you. I mean, people were so angry. Listen, I, I like both President Trump and DeSantis. I think they're both great conservative, you know, candidates for this position. And so I'm like, you know what? Let them do it. I, I don't, I know everyone's like, oh, there's a, there's a loyalty issue here. I don't see it as a loyalty issue. I think anybody who wants to enter a primary can. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And ultimately, the only way we, we beat the left is not by sitting here and poking at like DeSantis supporters or Trump supporters. Uh, because ultimately, I mean, that's the reason why I actually kind of, kind of distanced myself from, from DeSantis after he started running because the, some of the DeSantis supporters were just getting so crazy about it that even my friends were getting so crazy and it was like yeah. childish. It was like, it was such a turnoff because I think Tucker said it best. I mean, some of the stupidest people who were out there aggressively going hard for DeSantis on Twitter. And that's not the reason why I supported him heading into all of this. And then ultimately, I, I think probably about three months, maybe three or four months ago, I was just like, you know what? I don't even care. Whoever wins, wins. I'm just going to support whoever it is because it just it became so ugly. But it, it's politics. I get it. But ultimately, listen, whoever wins this, obviously, we know who's going to win it. But uh, whoever does officially win this, we've got to throw our support behind them. I don't care. Uh, it's not going to be Nikki Haley, unfortunately. I don't know if you guys also saw the news. The Daily Mail just confirmed, I think it was a, a Laura Loomer report initially, that uh, Nikki Haley uh, had an, a, uh, an affair. And so they just confirmed that just a couple of minutes ago. I didn't know and that. Yes, that one just dropped. And it's laughable because, right, Nikki Haley pretends like she's like this high princess and, and whatnot. Yeah. But ultimately, and she's better than President Trump. Uh, but, you know, President Trump faced those same allegations. So I don't know. I just think it's like, it's just, it's whoever wins this, we just got to get behind them and, yeah. and stop going after DeSantis supporters. I don't care. you If you win the primary, you win the primary. That's great. That's awesome. But everyone's got to come together or else we're not winning the general. And that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the problem is they, they, they treat this like a, like a religion. And one of the problems with our country is people are casual about their religion and they treat their politics like it is a religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and if and if and if really they 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 and the thing about is to say Christianity as a whole, Christianity is a very individual thing. Like like the, the whole concept of of I am a sinner, I'm saved by grace because Christ died for my sins. Like I stand individually mm -hmm. before Him, accountable for my actions. I don't stand for Stacy. You know, it's it's a very it's a very individual. Like I need to work out my own morality. I need to stand before God. And I need to work on David Whited. Like until the day I die, that's going to be a full-time job. And what politics does is it turns your eyes away from you. And like, here's the problem with Washington. Here's the problem with you. Here's the problem. And people come professional at examining other people's problems. And so if they took if they took their faith more seriously mm -hmm. and their politics treated it like politics, and in politics, more than one thing can be true at the same time. When it comes mm -hmm. to faith, more than one thing is not true at the same time. Like, like I need to work on my thing. And so, so politics is about hiding your affair and accusing someone else of it. And that's, that's what happens. And it gets exposed over time mm -hmm. and people get so passionate about it. They need to relax a little more 
on the politics. And it's funny because, you know, we talk politics all the time, but then you take their faith more seriously and their politics a little less seriously and focus on the policies and not the personalities quite so much. Whew, that's good. Preach it. That was really now, good. Yeah. That's yeah. No, I have no follow up on that one. That was great. Yeah, totally true. And if you guys haven't seen, we did do um, some things with Christina Bob, who's an attorney with uh, President Trump. She was going through some stuff about Nikki Haley and some different things that are going on. Um, if you haven't seen that episode, go to flyover.live. You can watch it. was uh, actually last night's show. And so flyover.live, you can see that with Christina Bob. It was a great show last night. She's the bomb. Yes. Great. All right. right. Yeah. Let's move to the next one. Move it on. We can talk. We can talk like all day with, with Brianna because she's got so, know, much, so, much, so much content. Let, let, let's jump into uh, treason. Charge them all. This is massive. We'll put it on the screen and basically just let let you dive into it. Yeah, so what what was going on with is it Tenet Media? Yep. Mhm. Okay, got so, that right. Yeah. Yep. Taylor so what's going on Taylor here? Hansen Taylor Hansen got a really great exclusive. It's San Antonio police are uh they're they're claiming they're off duty and they're helping these NGO groups, these non-government organizations. And ultimately, these non-government organizations are helping illegal migrants get into our country. They're telling them what to say when they're talking to Border Patrol. They're finding them housing. They're transporting, gosh, transporting them around the country. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately, you see that cop car that's right there. It's a, It looks like it's San Antonio police. But that's actually an off-duty police officer who has a second jo- job right now. And it's to help these NGOs out. And so ultimately, they're operating at a taxpayer uh, vehicles in uniform but they're not being paid by taxpayers so they're not on the clock. And so ultimately, mm. you have to wonder what these guys are doing. These NGO groups, you talk to anyone at the border, they'll tell you these NGO groups are the core of our migration issue because they are uh, they'll disguise themselves as Christian and Catholic organizations, but they are anything but that. They right. are helping with human trafficking and they're just they're hiding behind all these religious uh, names and pretending like they are religious groups, but they're not. So ultimately, uh, NGO groups are paying these officers, but ultimately these NGO groups are actually funded by people like George Soros. And then they're also funded by you. Our taxpayer money from the federal government is handed down to them and they're helping the, the invasion that's going on in our country. So I reached out to San Antonio police for comment on this because these guys should not be operating out of, uh, taxpayer vehicles when they're mm-hmm. off the clock. They didn't get back to me. I also have reached out to Ken Paxson's office as well, the Attorney General of Texas, and I haven't heard back yet. But they're very aggressive. They're going after Taylor Hansen for for simply filming them, but they can't arrest them because they're off the clock. And so they can be <laughs> as aggressive as they want, but they're 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 in the wrong here. And they know they are. That's why this guy's getting so angry with him and yelling at at Taylor. Wow. And, that and, and is you, fascinating. So you could actually, we're just doing B-roll right now, but you can watch this video by going to Brianna's uh, X. So go check it out there. She, you have the full video there so people can watch it and listen to it because that's pretty interesting. And BriannaMorello.com. Yeah. And you've yeah. had Taylor on uh, as a guest, I think maybe once or twice. So Yeah, Taylor's great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so good at his reporting that he actually ended up on a federal watch list. So that's how good Taylor is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's over the target. Over the All target. Right. So don't mess with Texas. This is pretty interesting. I think we're going to see more and more of this. A Hamas supporter learns about missing, messing with Texans. I got to play this quick video because it's pretty interesting how they responded to the, this Hamas supporter. Get 
All right, how we doing? <laughs> Well, Love took it. care of that. Yeah, yeah. You got to call a Texan if you want them to solve your problems. And it's funny, someone commented and it was like, oh, the boomers are going to save America because look at them all jumping in on this. It's sad, but it's going to be like the older generation has to save the younger generation because these guys are idiots. I mean, the guy is clearly doesn't know his history, doesn't know what he's talking about. He's he's protesting and he's says he's protesting. At least he's just obnoxious. But he's speaking <laughs> out while Greb Abbott's trying to talk the governor of Texas and they drag him out. I, I could appreciate that at this point. Uh, there's there's no reason to support Palestine if you're an American citizen at this point because we know what they did, the atrocities that they committed when they were they were invading mm-hmm. Israel. And so mm-hmm. there's no reason to sit here and pretend like they didn't rape and murder and do all these horrific things to women and children. And so ultimately, a lot of these young people, they don't understand what they're actually protesting. A lot of the times they think that they're helping people who are in line with them politically or, or align the... the think the same way as they do, they are literally supporting people who would kill them. Mm-hmm. I mean, chances yeah. are that individual there would have been murdered if he did that in the Middle East. But here, all he did, he's got a couple of punches to the gut and they were tossed out. So he should be thankful that he's here in the United States and not in Palestine. That's uh, so true. And, and I think, you know, some of these things with the the laying in the street and stopping traffic and, and all this kind of stuff, it mm-hmm. uh, eventually yeah. people get enough and they're like there's yeah. a, i saw a, a video that uh, was going around on twitter as an african-american man who was it was in an emergency situation to go get his child and and it was stuck there and he you know basically just got out and was like dragging him out of the way and it's these yeah. like like i don't know 25 year old white liberal girls you know that are in the way and, yeah. and it's a mix of some of them were mm-hmm. just beta males you can already tell the difference and mm-hmm. you know People just kind of eventually like, you know what? I have a real life. I have real problems. Your manufactured drama is is not the highest priority in the world. Yep. And it, it's going to it's gonna get increasingly kinetic mm-hmm. in the yeah. streets with this idiocy mm-hmm. until it stops. And then they're like, whoa, I guess there are consequences. You know, I, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't just walk into a biker bar and make fun of Harleys. Right. You know, and you know, well, only girls drive Harleys or whatever and like give them a hard time. I'm probably gonna get punched. Mm-hmm. And I and I yeah. should. There should be a cause and effect, you know, to your behavior. And and to operate in a world that you think there's a vacuum that has no consequences, it's just not reality. We have five thousand years of human history to mm-hmm. show there is a cause and effect. And at some point, I don't care what you know, well, that's rude and polite and, and words are, words are all this stuff. It's like, no, they're, they're, they're going to get tossed out in the street and that's just eventually going to happen. And it should. Yeah, it should happen. It's, that's how you get people to stop doing this oh, nonsense. I mean, this is a great it, video. Way to go, producer Colton. Yeah, that's a, there's a woman dragging these girls off the street by their hair. Good. Good, because they won't they won't dare try to punch you or do anything. You got you got to get these people because it's ridiculous. I mean, ultimately, here in the state of Florida, too, if they do this nonsense, we we there's there's protections in place now, thankfully, that will allow you to defend yourself because this is the nonsense that they do. This isn't a protest, right? That woman is an emergency. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a badass. But that's the reason why none of them actually put hands on her because they know that Mm -hmm. she's a tough chick. Uh, these, they're, they're cowards. That's not protesting. That is literally, you are potentially putting someone's life at risk. If you're, if your family member is dying in the backseat and they're like, you're like, like a 10 cars back and you can't get Mm -hmm. garbage. 
go through them. I'm done with this nonsense. You have to teach these people a lesson. There's no reason for them to be acting this way. And, and it doesn't even change your your line of thought. Like I joke around all the time. These pro-Palestine protesters, they're sitting here like just inconveniencing everyone. Ultimately, you're actually telling people that we should side with Israel because those are the people of logic at this point and they're not going to inconvenience me when all of these other protesters are are I mean they're they're doing a great job, I guess, for Israel when it comes to convincing the other side to support Absolutely. one another. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Talk a little bit more about uh, protesting. Let's talk about what happened at the White House. Your and, show is amazing, yeah, too, by the way. So tell thank us about you, this you, interview uh, that you did um, and what happened with at the White House over the weekend, but no arrests, which is quite interesting. So obviously, uh, major problems there. But let's talk a little bit about that and then how people can find your show. Yeah. So Whit Lyman is is a, a reporter from Border Hawk, and he was there in D.C., was filming when these pro-Hamas protesters got a little rowdy, and uh, and by a little, I'm joking around, uh, because they were ultimately trying to break into the White House, right? They had like this 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 temporary gate that they put over the White House gate, and Secret Service is pushing back and holding it and trying not to let them in. And uh, ultimately, it led to like someone uh, throughout the night, like someone pulled a knife. There was other things that did take place. So criminal things that take place, right? And anytime you're trying to break into the White House, that should catch the attention of Secret Service and the FBI. Yeah, they should be taking that as a threat, uh, especially when you're literally flying flags. One one gentleman had a flag in the video, and uh, Lyman was there for it. Ultimately, this this individual literally is flying the jihad flag, and he's there at this protest. And so I reached out to the FBI and Secret Service asking about this because according to reports, there were no arrests made. And, you know, Lyman tells us, like, no, I saw someone pull a knife. I saw it firsthand. I have the video. Yeah. There's the video of them quickly sweeping the guy away. Uh, apparently, he wasn't. He was detained. He wasn't arrested. The person who pulled the knife out. And then the guy who is waving the jihad flag, he was not arrested either. And I'm like, hey, FBI, we have this. There's another individual wearing a patch, which is related to Hamas. It shows that you're like a Hamas fighter type of patch. We sent it over to the FBI. The FBI said, ah, go talk to Secret Service. The I mean, look at that. Gave me. It's like, look at all those Biden terrorists. supporters. Look at all those Biden voters wow. out there just, just raising cane. And, and were there, yeah. were there police harmed in this, in this particular instance? I, I did not hear any reports about police being harmed. I know previously, though, in New York City, a lot of officers have gone to the hospital because of they suffered injuries from these protesters. They're not peaceful protesters. They're, they're protesters no. that are looking mm-hmm. to, to harm people. I mean, when, when you're literally looking to go into the White House. That is by far like 10 times worse than what happened on January 6th. And for some reason, they just pretend like it's not it's not violent and it's not they're, they're pretending like it's a peace. It's not a peaceful protest. It's not even and I think peaceful. even the police. No. Yeah, the, the one of the police chiefs in D.C. was like, oh, it was mostly peaceful. It was not mostly peaceful. When you have people who are waving terrorist flags and screaming pulling out knives, slurs yeah, yeah. and pulling out knives, honey, that is a violent protest. That is exactly right. So, again, you can find oh, yeah. Brianna, her show at briannamorello.com. Follow her on Rumble. Make sure you are following her on Rumble. Um, she comes out every night. What time do you come out, Brianna? 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we've got a great lineup, too, heading into the weekend. We've got uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf. She's going to be joining us, wow. as well as Tommy Robinson. Wow. Those are yeah. both must-watch must watch guests, yes. for sure. No yes, doubt about good. it. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for everything that you're doing to help to get this information out. You're always, always leading the parade. So you'll you'll be sharing something, and then a week later, it'll come out you know, somewhere real, else. So. The real deal. You are the real deal. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? 
kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature-regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Of the fourth industrial revolution, which accelerates global change, global energy systems, food systems, and supply chains will be deeply affected. It means investing into a greener and therefore more sustainable economy. Climate change can lead to an extinction of large parts of our global population. How about you eating the bugs? Insects may be on our menu. Bugs for dinner? Eating insects? In a couple of years, business could well be hopping. Do the people in charge really want us to eat bugs? <laughs> Ancient elites were Conspiracy of people. They invent anything you can think of, but uh, no, it, it, it's complete nonsense. Uh, the company is called Insect. This is the insect protein just been approved by the EU. Klaus Schwab said, we have infiltrated the governments of the Netherlands. And, and it's really, he's quite open about it. He's open about it. So no conspiracy theory whatsoever. Nobody forces people to eat uh, insects. Kidman, and I am going to eat a four-course meal of bugs. Ugh, that is terrible. Mm, um, that that <laughs> video uh, came out. That was a, a documentary done by Tucker Carlson 
almost a year ago when he was still part of Fox Nation and the and that brand of of product. And uh, you know, second week of January, uh, the global elites uh, all flew in their jets to Davos to 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 refine these kind of ideas: mm-hmm. what you're allowed to eat, what you're allowed to to have restrictions on farming, diesel fuel. We've seen this uh, revolts in Germany. Even the mm-hmm. French are getting upset yep. and dumping fertilizer on courthouse steps. Netherlands. They're, they're making it hard for people to be able to do what they do and provide a product that you can mm-hmm. that you can trust. What's what else is in it besides cow? Uh, or or uh, beef or meat or the the product on the label. Um, there shouldn't be a list of lots of of ingredients. And and, no. and 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 in a state like Missouri, they 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 couldn't even pass a bill to even tell you what the extra ingredients are. It's just that's in Missouri. That's in Missouri. So if you're in Oregon, California, New York, something like that, I don't know. And so these are questions and concerns that are generations before us never had. And they knew if they were looking at something as cow, it's going to be cow. And they knew they could have that in the future. There was no idea of like, hey, they're going to force me to to do some of these different things. And, then I, and at the same time, there's this growing trend of people realizing, you know what, if I eat more meat and less processed foods, you know, all of my itises kind of tend to go down. And mm-hmm. and uh, that that is, is an important part. So try to secure sources and hey, who's the brightest minds in the world actually are have the inside scoop on these things and you can't get uh, any better than this. No, that is for sure. So welcome to the show, Jeremiah and Amy from Ozark Wagyu. Yay! Welcome. Guys, thank you. Absolutely. You guys are are real life farmers, real life cattle ranchers. You really, you know, are, are the, the inside, inside trail on this, but you know, going back, think about when, when you're, you're a kid and you're growing up, I know you're multi-generation, you know, in that space. Did you ever think that you, you, you wouldn't be competing just against other cattle ranchers? You'd be competing against evil villain-like characters like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and people that are, that are your competition might actually be, be bugs. Yeah. Not, not once. It never, never. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. It seems like every, every, every day, um, in the cow, well, not just the cattle industry, just the meat industry across the board. Um, but, but, but our emphasis here is that, you know, we have a hundred percent control of our beef farm to table you know they're they're born on this farm they're raised on this farm they never leave they're finished here um pasture raised and um and it's it's a uh, very passion we're very passionate about it you know delivering a pure product it's important and people are becoming more and more aware of what they're putting in our foods obviously you know a lot of the listeners that listen to flavor conservatives didn't take the vaccine but now they're finding out that they're putting it in our food and in our meat and uh and so tell us a little bit about your process obviously you said they're born they're raised they're processed everything is there on your farm but tell us about that uh do you give them vaccinations do they any of that process walk us through that yeah so so the cattle the cattle do get vaccinations um we deworm our cattle for them to be healthy you know, when they're out on pasture, worms is a big problem. You know, it just, it, it decreases their, their ability to gain, to finish, you know, when they do have internal worms uh, or internal, internal parasites, really. So we deworm and then there's another vaccine we give. It's called black leg, which is detrimental to the cattle industry. You know, if you get black leg and you're hurt and, it, and it's a living organism in the soil. So when they eat grass, you know, they, they ingest uh, soil, uh, 
sometimes, you know, not all times, especially when the grass is shorter. And, and that's where black leg is generated and, and black leg can wipe out a herd. So we vaccinate for black leg. Um, but other than that, minimal, very minimal, uh, no antibiotics. Uh, the main key is, is hormones. So mm. in Wagyu, generally you don't, you do not implant cattle. So no hormones, no steroids here on this farm. We never implant our cattle. Um, it's, it's against the rules. It's against <laughs> the law here. You know, Which so is no whatsoever, no steroids, um, fresh water, very important. You know, we, they, 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 uh, drink from well water, but outside of that, that's pretty much our, our vaccine protocol. It's very simple, very minimal. Which, which is a big fork in the road because there's a growing trend of people eating, you know, more meat and even like carnivore diet. And we're mm -hmm. kind of talk about that in just, just a second, but there's kind of a fork in the road when it comes to, you know, cattle ranchers where it is a shortcut. It is a, a hack to be able to, to uh, supplement your cows in a way that they, they grow bigger, faster, quicker, you know, versus, you know, the process you do mm -hmm. where even like the weight per pound and it's a, it's an industry where you're, you end up selling them by the pound. And so it's mm -hmm. a little bit almost like handicapping yourself, you know, but still competing at a really high level in order to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just, just to give you an idea, um, in the commercial world, you know, 90% plus of, of commercial cattle are going to be implanted. They're going to gain four or five, six pounds a day. Some are doing better than that in a feed yard situation. Um, and they're going to be slaughtered under 18 months of age. In our situation, we we don't do any implants, no steroids. So we're taking our cattle all the way out to 27, 28 months of age, under 30. So USDA regulates that any animal uh, that has bone, you know, if you, if you have like a T-bone or a chuck roast or anything like that, it has to be under 30 months of age to slaughter. So if we retain bones in our meat, we have to ensure that. So we we yeah. try to we try to eat twenty eight months just so we have that that barrier. Now, one thing you could do that doesn't involve uh, steroids or hormones is you could have your cows hang out with me during Christmas, and they could achieve <laughs> that same goal of, of four to five pounds per day, uh, just as yeah. an alternative. I'm just saying that's one thing that they that that does work yeah, as we, well. There, there's more than more than one way to accomplish. And there's the same no thing. hormone shots or anything involved no, I, I in making I that happen. I didn't need any supplements. I just needed I needed her her mother around uh, for a few days, and that's all it took. No, we're we're lucky. You know, we shoot for two you know, to two and a half pounds a day gain, man. Uh, and that you know, over the life of the animal. Wow. I want to bring your attention to something, a frequent guest on the show, uh, Sean Baker, Dr. Sean Baker. I don't know if you've ever seen people flower family. You've seen him on the show in the past. He's, he's built like a brick house. You know, he's a, he's an orthopedic surgeon, military background. Um, but, but really he didn't invent the idea of, of eating meat, but he's really documented the health benefits. He's been on Joe Rogan regularly. I think just a couple of weeks ago, maybe into December or something like that. He was on, you know, Joe Rogan again. Uh, it, it's got kind of also made famous by um, uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, uh, Michaela Peterson. Mm -hmm. And and Amy, I, this is something that you've really dove into. And with a nursing background, it's kind of you guys are kind of a dynamic a duo. I know Peterson's even buy, you know, their meat from you. If you're if you're living on a diet of mostly meat, it had better be really high quality because yes. that, that fat retains everything they're putting into it. Yes. I even got Jeremiah on board. I'm two weeks in. <laughs> almost two weeks in. Yeah. yeah. That you know, is not, great. I'm I'm not doing it to I'm not really doing it to lose weight. Um 
it's just the benefit of it. You know, we growing up until now, you know, I'm 38 years old. Um, I, I could eat whatever I wanted. You know, I really wasn't paying attention to processed foods or, or but I've learned so much over the last nine, 10 years, which really started this beef business. Yeah. What to eat, what not to eat. Well, I developed an allergy um, to wheat, to gluten. And I mean, I ran through all these blood tests and, and basically the doctors called and said, Hey, you got to stop eating wheat. That was the main thing. There was a few other things, but wheat was primarily, well, when you, when you cut out wheat, wheat's in everything. It's the first it thing. Is. You eat. So, so I tried that. It didn't work. It was tough, you know, and expensive because if you start buying gluten free, which is really how you're going to be wheat free. Your price, your groceries doubles. Mm -hmm. So we got on the carnivore deal and I'm two weeks into it. I've lost 15 pounds. Wow. Wow. We're gone. We're doing it for 90 days. That's she, good. She's, it, it, it probably out, outside of the, the barns. If you would probably just apply that to your life, just like I'd probably listen to her. She's a nurse. She knows what she's doing. And if people follow her Instagram uh, channel, I mean, it's full of, of great tips and hacks, but she's kind of the, the coach. Absolutely. So I heard, uh, I just started a new book called Limitless. It's wonderful, but he had an awesome analogy about food that I just feel like can put it in perspective for everybody. That's, I mean, even if you don't have a medical background and it was, um, so like the roots of your tree, you can't feed your tree, something that's not water or something from soil and expect it to grow and thrive. Yes, that is exactly the book. Um, but you have to give it real food. You can't give your gut something, mm. not food, which is an ingredient you know how to read. It's not a chemical and expect your body to thrive, whether it's your brain, whether it's your emotions, whether it's your physical body, you cannot expect it to thrive if you're not feeding it real food. Good wow. quality. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's important for sure. And uh, the Wagyu is really good because you feel satisfied because it has a higher fat content. You want to talk about that a little bit as well? Yeah. Yeah. So so the fat content in Wagyu, just like in a commercial beef, your prime is an intermuscular score of around eight. Ours will consistently fall out in the 30s. So, you know, mm -hmm. we're four, five times prime so far as intermuscular marbling. That fat is mostly monosaturated. And, and the benefit with Wagyu is your Olec-3 acid is, is substantially higher than your 6, um, which is very important in someone that is strictly carnivore. Um, but but that's, that's, a, that's a huge health factor mm -hmm. when it comes to eating your choosing. And it does have good cholesterol for that cellular yeah. health. Yeah, but it's, it's like it's just everything these cattle are fed, you know, from the time that they are born to the time they're finished. Um, and, and the fat is the key ingredient in a carnivore diet. Man, wow. just, just watching Colton's playing, obviously it's off your website, but I'm like, I am, I'm not even, I wasn't even hungry before I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm really it the, the, the meat is, you think, well, you know, meat, meat is meat. It's, it, it's not, uh, the Wagyu beef should be in another category. Yes. You know, of it, it's not really even fair to compare it. It's like it's like maybe going to the state fair compared to Disney World or Silver Dollar City or something. Mm -hmm. Like it's not 
It, well, they have roller coasters, right? Right, same thing, same yeah, thing. Not, not the same. Not the same no. thing. Even if you stink at cooking and you don't know what to put on it, and you do do most things wrong, it's going to come out good. The ground beef, if you just brown it and don't put anything in it, just and just eat it, you're like, this is a it's treat. Delicious. This yeah. is a treat. It's it's again, it's like Mercedes kind of quality, you know, at, at a price that's that's really reasonable. Yeah. So Flyover Family, you can go to OzarkWagyu.com, and that's W-A-G-Y-U.com. So OzarkWagyu.com. And when you use the promo code FLYOVER, they've given you a discount on it. Um, obviously, David talked about the ground beef. We've had uh, the prime rib. Oh, my gosh, you guys, the prime rib, we had it at Christmas. It the was brisket. I mean, the brisket, we had it at Christmas. It was amazing. Oh, it, it was Fabulous. Even even then, it was sliced up and cold. Just taking it out, opening a big thing in the fridge of leftovers. Just I'd open it and just take out a chunk of just cold meat in a, and like it. You'd stop. It was like a, an emotional experience because it was so good. Like there's not a restaurant that would have something <laughs> as good as it cold right out of the fridge. Amy, as a, as a mom, talk real quick about the that the 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 product and and kind of you know in, integrating this into your life and and the, maybe even the, the kind of price structure of it. Sure. So I, uh, we cook all the time. We really don't eat out very often. And especially like over the last few snow days, I finally, I was like, I think I've cooked 12 meals in a row. I'm really proud that my family's getting home cooked meals, but mama needs a break. (laughs) So don't get wonderful. When Jeremiah grills a steak, I'm there is no restaurant I found that can quite match that. So, but we do, we cook a lot of beef. Um, around here, I'd say we, I mean, we unthaw five pounds at a time when we're going to cook some ground beef. Um, and I would say that's the primary source of our diet because it's the most affordable. My kids love it. Uh, and it's so versatile. And so I think that that's huge that you can honestly, that we offer shipping ground beef to your house, which if you order over $200, which is what your family probably needs, the standard American family probably would go through about 20-ish pounds a month, especially if you have a family of four. Um, And it ships for free if you get your entire month's supply of meat delivered to your home. And that's that's an awesome offer. Um, but yeah, I do a lot of ground beef and we do chuck roast and stew meat, especially this time of year. I really feel like that hearty wagyu bundle is geared towards, um, the family that cooks at home. Yeah, I know our chuck roast is mm, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Is your mouth watering? It is. I'm like, this is cut. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. That that is so good. That's very helpful to Amy. So again, Flyover Family, you can go to OzarkWagu.com, use promo code FLYOVER for the discount. And I love that, that it's free shipping over $200 um, because that's a really great deal. And like you said, that's about a month's worth of meat for a a family of four. And when you get their beef in, it is hard as as a rock. We've we've dabbled in this space for a long time. I mean, 10, 12 years ago, you know, we were looking at trying to get better sources of meat. We began realizing we had some health challenges and different things, even looking like the development of children and their ages when they're pumped full of the hormones that are going into chickens and going into all of these things. So we began, you know, documentaries and, you know, kind of woke up to this space, but you'd order it and you come in the boxes, soggy, mm-hmm. the meat is already, you know, you know, uh, defrosted and where you're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I want this. Their packaging is so good. It, it literally is hard as a rock. It's still frozen solid mm-hmm. and you don't have any concerns of, of what the condition it, 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 it comes in. 
That's right. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really do appreciate your time. And again, Flyover family, go to ozarkwagu.com. Use promo code FLYOVER. We'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, Frank Cox here. I'm here with my buddy Kyle from over there at Ozark Valley Wagyu Beef, or Ozark Valley Beef Company. We're going to cook up some Wagyu beef burgers today on the San Maria Grill using this flat top. Can you put too much cheese on a burger? Take your time. We're not trying to push through it. Alright guys, I get to take a bite now. Check it out. Here we go. Anyway, bozarkwagu.com. Get on over and get your burger. I'm gonna eat the rest of this right in front of you. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create easy times. You don't want me fighting for this country. I promise you that. And right now we're in easy times. So now we're getting weak men. There's so many good. One of the worst things you can do is be like, hey, you're perfect the way you are. You don't need to change. It's not your fault. I'm really busy right now. You need to change things. And now yeah. I see old friends, they're like, dude, you've changed. Like, I had to. Oh. Very few people are actually too dumb to make a lot of money. There you go. Most people want to make a change and they have these big goals. You can't without money. Money is just a vehicle to get you to your destination. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you deal with it. If you don't design the life you want, you live the life you don't by default. What are three things that everybody watching, based on your mentorship from a millionaire, would move the dial in their life the most? Such yes. a great interview. It, it was it was it was a blast. It's based on this book called called What I Learned from My Millionaire Mentor. And I tell you, um, there's not enough mentors pouring into this next generation. And this is a 28 year old mm. man that 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 uh, was basically a clean canvas. Turned his life boom, this direction. Learned learned business entrepreneurship and also discipline, accountability, yep. a whole bunch of important traits uh, based on godly principles from an incredible. Uh, mentor, and uh, we sucked all the morrow out of his It was bones such a great interview. In interview. We're so excited for you all to see it. And it comes out this weekend. It'll be coming out on Sunday at 8 a.m. Central Standard yes. Time. You do not want to miss it. You can fi find it at flyover.live. So go there and watch that interview this weekend coming out at 8 a.m. As for Flyover family, like take that, please share that one out. Direct text it to people that are like, man, I'm considering this in my life. I'm considering this. I, I kind of want to go to the next level. Um, it, it It's full of, of of wisdom that's going to improve the caliber of life. And I don't say just send it to young people. We can no. all benefit mm -hmm. from it. But it's one you want to put in the hands of as many people as possible. Again, coming out twice this Sunday. We ask for you guys to kind of rally around us and kind of get that one out there because I really think think it's got a lot of meat in it. Thank you so much for joining us yes. tonight. We bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. Yes. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Guys, thanks a lot. Please share that video on Sunday. and We'll see you next week. Peace out. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. 
Be blessed and make it a great day.